Last week we were discussing the Sikha, where the Rebbe deals with several issues, several issues, several questions, several questions uh, about Mashiach. The Rebbe started out on this topic. Why the Teda has to tell us about the conspiracies and the schemes of Esau? Even with Gnusish or Behemoth, not Teda, the Teda added words to avoid derogatory terms. And yet Esau, he was considered a Jew. So the Rebbe says because there is a very important lesson that everyone has to learn from Esau. Esau, there's a saying from the Rebbeim that Esau was, wore a Zaydin Azupitzin and a Garfu, meaning that in very many things he found a uh, pretext because of Frumkeit, not because of Prikasel. The source was that he didn't want to fulfill it, but he was using Frumkeit, he was using piety, a cloak of piety, to conceal that and uh, trying to justify, which is why he came to Yitzchok and asked him, Ech ma'asr Melech, you don't have to be give Meiser for him. And from that, the Rebbe went over that similarly there are people who don't just object or have an issue with Mashiach, but they express the reason because of their super emuna, super betachem. When there is a need, when 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 someone is ma'ated. And someone advocates that we have to ask for Mashiach and demand for Mashiach. Their argument is not, no, we don't. Their argument is, Frumkeit. The Abishtim knows when to send Mashiach. That means he has more betochen than the person, so it seems, quote unquote, than the person who's asking for Mashiach. The one who's asking for Mashiach. He's implying that you don't have enough betachem. Doesn't the Ebishter know when to do it? Doesn't Mashiach know when to come? So he's using this pretext of uh, he has so much reliance on the Ebishter that we don't have to ask for it. Incidentally, um, this was in another Fabrengen. This is in another Fabrengen where the Rebbe brings, and actually it's a, from the, uh, a Sikha from the Friedrich Rebbe, in Sofmasach Tosaita, there is Simonim, what's going to happen in Iqvis and the Mashiach, right before Mashiach comes. And it's not, uh, it's not a very uh, bright painting. A daughter-in-law is going to rebel against her mother-in-law, and uh, this will happen, and that will happen. Things will get so bad 
the Gemara says that people are going to say, We have no one to depend on except on our Father in Heaven. So in Musa Svarim, in Musa Svarim it's brought down that this is not a marker of how bad things will be, but this itself is also a klala. This is also a, a, uh, a problem of Ikrasidim uh, Shechem. What's the problem? Enangla Yishoyin shows on great betochen. So the Friedrich Rebbe explained, and that's, the Rebbe quotes this, uh, when you say that I, we have no one to depend on, only on the Hebrew, that means I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing anything. It's all up to God now. So, that's uh, one way of uh, dealing with that uh, issue. Here, the Rebbe says that there are people who claim that because of Their reliance, their great reliance on the Abishir. The Abishir knows when to send Mashiach. And we don't have to tell him. And in fact, there were people who expressed themselves. It's even a chutzpah to say, we want. Speak more respectfully to the Abishir. Please, I implore, I beg. We want? Uh, you don't ask, ask for things that, uh, that way. So, first of all, the Rebbe dealt with this issue. Those that argue this argument, this is not an argument that Rebbe said, or it's a uh, lame argument, because Mashiach <coughs> is waiting with bated breath to, do, to redeem the Jewish people. If there's an issue of Mashiach being delayed, the Gemara says that all the kids and all the deadlines have already passed. It so all depends on Shuvah. So you do Shuvah and you'll bring Mashiach, don't don't say that you're, going, you're, you're relying on the Abish or the Abish will do it in the right time. It's up, the ball is in your, in, your, in, your, uh, in your court. So that deals with the question of um, when someone feels or argues that we shouldn't uh, push the issue. As far as the question is concerned, that we have to awake Mashiach every day. So the Rebbe brings here that they argue that it depends where you put the comma. I await his coming every day. That's only waiting. I don't expect him to come. That he'll come, comma, he'll come, whenever he wants. And incidentally, or not incidentally, but there's a letter from uh, almost almost 40 years before Tavshin Dalad Mem, where uh, Rebbe Avram Hecht, I assume he was a Bachar then, or maybe he was a Yigerman, he asked the Rebbe, what is the Mokir that, to believe that Mashiach is coming every day? It's printed on the Kutisichas in the Igris Kedish. The question is that the Gemara says in Erevin 
that there are certain times when Mashiach won't come. Not on Erev Shabbos, not on this day. So, Echakalei Bechol Yaim isn't according to, there shouldn't be a contradiction to that Gemara. In any case, the Rebbe brings these two ways of explaining the Pasuk. Echakalei Bechol Yaim Shuyave. Depends where you put the comma. And the Rebbe says it is very possible that it was written in an ambiguous way in order that people who have an issue with the Gemara shouldn't shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be concerned. But uh, that letter is uh, is, uh, is a discussion for itself. In any case, the Rebbe says here that the argument can go further. Who says that I have to await Mashiach, that he's coming every day? Maybe it means that I have to think every day that he'll come. And for that, the Rebbe answered, Mashiach is waiting with bated breath. Mashiach, the Gemara says, is not tying, not, not bandaging two bandages at once in order he should immediately uh, be able to redeem the Jewish people. So, we have to believe that he's coming every day. But where, from where is the Mokit? So, having come this far, the Rebbe said, we're already discussing this, what is the Mokit? That you have to believe that Mashiach is coming every day. Not whenever he wants to, uh, a delayed uh, a delayed redemption or so on and so forth. So the Rebbe says the Mokit is not from this Pasuk because this Pasuk is a bit there are some ways of interpreting it whether the comma is here or the comma is there and those that feel more comfortable but pushing it off are going to say it means that I have to believe today that he's coming whenever he wants to. So you can't prove it from this Pasuk. The actual proof is the Rebbe says and after you bring this proof which is clear this also sheds light on where the comma belongs so to start off with, with that you can argue but the actual source of of where where we have to uh, from where we know that you have to believe that he's coming every day. Is from the Nusachat Fila. The Ashik Nasir Akdeva inserted in Shmanasir the the Bakash Sracha the needs that a person requests from the Abishtir and amongst that is the Bracha as some of the Abdukha we await, anticipate your salvation every day. Over here you can't twist it that we're awaiting your salvation, that it'll come, that every day I'm thinking about salvation. It, and then from the Brachiv Asakzana and Nainu. We hope for your salvation every day, that is coming every day. 
What means just say? Nishmanasa, you don't just say. Nishmanasa, you're. Not you say. Same now, uh, the son, he can't say, I want Mashiach, but he can say, I need, I need, I need this, I need that. That's the other thing. That brings this, this, I wait, anticipate your salvation every day, is, means that it's not speaking about a Yeshua as a redemption that's going to come after many years, not after 1900 years, but in a way that our eyes should see. And in the bracha of Semach David Avdecha, we don't say Semach David Avdecha Satsmiach. We say Meheira Satsmiach. It should happen quickly. We are telling the Abish today we want it quickly. And we didn't coin that that uh, that filler. The Hashik Nasdaqdeva did it with Ruchakadish. And what means Mahaida doesn't mean years, doesn't mean months, doesn't mean weeks, but Mahaida means literally. As we continue in that prayer, Kilishwaskinu, Kalayim, that the whole day we await, we anticipate the coming of Mashiach. Actually on this day, and on this day itself, immediately, the most is 18 or 24 Regoim. And for that reason, that explains another question. We say this three times a day. The Chorah, if you already asked for it today, the morning you asked for it. And we are anticipating Mashiach Kolayim. So why to Minchem Maidiv do you have to again ask for it? Because the time expired. Because we're waiting that he's coming every moment of the day. So one, if it didn't come after the morning Fila, it's said again, and we repeat it in Mainiv, which is even at Tulis and Shoes. And from this we can understand, this is clear, how quickly we want the Gula, as quickly as possible, to the extent that we can't even wait for the next film. And the next film, we're at it again. What is the 24 uh, Hiluch, Hiluch Mil, Hiluch Mil, there is a uh, there is a different uh, difference of opinion. How long is a Hiluch Mil? But then there is a Gemara.
We keep asking for it regardless of the time. We keep asking for the gula because we anticipate the gula every moment of the day. There's no no uh, time restrictions. Now there's a lotion in Shadows and Shubhaswarim. Stam action amoritz. Someone who just stam asks questions is uh, not such a great scholar. So one can ask that here also he'll argue that the hoping you have to hope all the day. But when Mashiach will come, the same thing, argument as before. Let him come whenever he wants. Or he should come whenever he wants. I just hope today that he'll come, but when he can come whenever he wants. So to counter this question, the Rebbe says, let us ask this person who presents this question. Let him think and consider when he is davening for someone who is not well and he's davening his request to the Ebishter, he should send it a full shlema. Does he want to express that request? Send it a full whenever you want. 1900 years, no problem. You know what's best. Or that he's asking that the chayla should be healed was the nusach right away he wants the healing to come immediately so the hoping cannot be uh, the that which you have to do all day but we expect Mashiach every moment of that day how do you prove that? Take a look at the other brachas, and you'll see what you mean. What's the significance of a person taking this approach? Think for a moment. When it comes to it, for an individual, he's asking that a fool should come immediately. We ask the Abish and the Fur should come immediately. So how do you ask the Abishir that he should bring the Gula not for an individual? He should bring it for Yisrael. Do you take a different put a different time frame on it? That Yisrael, no, oh, they can wait. But a personal one one individual, oh by him we need the Fur immediately. But the problem is that when we're speaking about a personal problem, he feels the need to ask the Abishter immediately for that healing. And that's why he says he wants immediately therefore. But when we're speaking about the Gula and Binyan Besamikdash, he doesn't feel that this is something which touches him. It's not something personal. He's detached 
from this issue, from this problem. And here the Rebbe comes back, and this is a very uh, famous uh, emotional statement by the Rebbe. This was, uh, the Rebbe spoke, Tovshin Dalad Mem, Yud Beis Tammuz, the Rebbe brought Raif from Yerushalmi, where the Rebbe Chover, we mentioned this in one of the first shiurim, that there are some things in the Torah which is a pool in the It's something that continuously is happening. For example, the shibud of a ksuba, Rokachavar uh, explains quite a few halachas with the perspective that it's not only when the person is Mikadash the Isha, but it's a uh, reenactment. Every day the obligation is made from him. <coughs> and he brings it ayah from the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says that whoever in whoever's time the Besamikdash was not rebuilt, it's as if it was destroyed in his time. And the Rebbe cried out, he said, if a person is standing watching the Besamikdash Flame and flames. He can be hard as a stone. His heart can be of stone. He, he can be so indifferent. He would do nothing seeing the base of English burning. Kertavelt means he would turn over the world to save the base of English. So the Yerushalmi is saying, and this Rebbe cried out, Kertavelt Hank. Today you have to turn over the world because it's happening today. According to the Yerushalmi, it's happening today. So here in this Sikha, the Rebbe is coming back. The Rebbe is coming back to that Yerushalmi. He again brings this Yerushalmi that every generation that the Besamikdash was not rebuilt in its time. It's considered like that person destroyed it. And from this it's understood literally how much <coughs> the Geula and the Binyan Besamikdash has to bother a person, has to inspire a person when he knows that it's as if he destroyed it, then definitely he would feel the need to do everything in his power to bring the Gula, to build, to bring the building, rebuilding of the base of Migdash, and that it should happen immediately.